I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all, thanks for listening in this week. Um, I have a testimony again. It's with my sweet friend, Teresa West. We also go to church together, and I am taking a leadership training class with her. Uh, We also teach in Awanas, and Teresa's been at this church forever. I don't know exactly when I met you. You have always also been in my memories. Do you remember anything? No, I've been thinking about that since um, you and Jay were trying to figure out how long it had been since y'all met. But no, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. I feel like I've gotten to know you a lot better this past year um, because you were teaching Josie's class. And then we also got to be in the leadership class together. And I've been able to spend a little more time and you work at the dentist's office I go to. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for being here. I love you so much. Can you share with us just when maybe you got saved, how your childhood was growing up, you know, what kind of family you came from as far as like, did you always grow up in church? You know, was this a new thing to you? How did you figure out about the Lord and all that kind of stuff? Well, I did grow up in church. I grew up at Oakland Heights, as a matter of fact. Um... My grandparents are charter members of Oakland Heights. I didn't know that. So they helped build and start Oakland Heights Church. So I was probably, I don't know, about 10 years old. And I couldn't tell you really what happened, like who I prayed with or what was said, what Mm. they might have said to me. But I just do remember thinking or being saved. I'm real not sure. Right. But then I was baptized after that. And at the time, we didn't have a baptism tismal pool yeah at oakland heights at all so we would go either to manning lake oh that's so cool or friendship baptist church yeah so i was baptized at friendship baptist church so um but you know as time went on i started doubts having a lot of doubts and then as i got older and older then the doubts really started really being really feeling really strong right If anybody ever said anything about, like, I wish the Lord would come back, or, you know, if anybody talked about dying, I would think, hmm. Right. I just wondered. You're like, not yet. (laughs) Yeah, I just wondered, like, I don't know, would I go to heaven, or Mm. where would I go, you know? But anyway, so in October the 20th in 2013, um, I finally made the decision to be saved or to know for sure I was saved. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people probably can struggle with that if they got saved at a young age and you don't really have that, like you become more of an independent thinker the older you get, you know, versus Mm -hmm. when you're a kid and you just have a lot of memories maybe that your mom told you about and then you get older and you're like, were those my memories? So that's really cool though that you dealt with that even at an older age to really make sure you were right with the Lord and, you know, humble enough to do that, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of times, you know, I would be in church, and, and I didn't go to church a lot after we married, and mm-hmm. I, we didn't raise our kids in church. I mean, we would go, and then we would stop going maybe, right. and then we'd go back, or we'd go periodically. So one day, I was like, I was sitting in church, and a lot of Sundays, I would be sitting there, and I'd be like, I'm going to go up there. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna go to the altar, and I'm going to do it. Today's I gotta, the day. <laughs> I got to do it. Yeah. And then I wouldn't, mm. but 
you know, for me to get up in front of a bunch of people, right? just Terrifying. not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so one Sunday I was sitting there and um, Mike was working. He wasn't even there that week. So I went to my small group and I asked um, Kim Bennett, which she and Phil were our small group leaders right. at the time. So I asked her, I said, hey, do y'all have anything you have to do after class? Like nursery or anything? <laughs> She's like, nope, nope, we don't. And I'm like, well, I'd like to talk to y'all after um, class is over. She's like, okay. And so I thought, okay, that's first step. Yeah. I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. <laughs> so now it's too late. I can't turn back now. You, you already know, told that, somebody something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, after class was over, I, I just went up front. You know, everybody else left out and I went up there and um, I just told them, I said, I think I need to be saved, but I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. You know, so they just stood there just for a second. And then they just started going down the Romans road with me and, and praying with me. So yeah, at that moment there. That's exciting. I was, yes, saved. Yeah. And it was such a big relief. You know, it's something I should have done probably, I don't know, years before I did. Mm. Well, isn't that the truth with all of us, though? It's like, how many times should we have made decisions years before (laughs) we actually did? But to be able to, you know, confirm your eternal security and being right with the Lord does give you like such peace and you can take that monkey off your back like you just yeah. don't have to worry about that no more yeah so now if somebody starts talking about you know the lord coming back and i talk about it too i'm glad i can't wait yeah where before i would be like oh i don't know yeah <laughs> i don't you... know if i want him to or not you know? <laughs> yeah but yeah no that makes sense i think um it's Probably a telltale sign, too, when you're not really sure of your testimony, where you can even really share your testimony with somebody because you're not even sure of it. It's like, oh, maybe you make the decision to know for a fact that you're saved, like what you you did in 2013, right? Yes. And we started coming to that church in 2010, so that was... Okay. Yeah. Right. But you got baptized after that, or was that... Yes, I got baptized again. Okay. I just felt like I should. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know, it was, um, I don't know, like I was saved in October. It might have been February or March that I was baptized again. Yeah. Now, how, like, I don't know, is this too personal? Like, how did your family react um, when you got saved at 2013? Were they, you know? Oh, um, well, yeah, like the first thing that they told me to do was to tell my family and my friends. Right. So that is, and, and Pastor Joe. So that's the first thing I did. Yeah. Everybody was real receptive. Now, I did have some, you know, friends that I kind maybe not, but I kind of got the idea. It's like, okay, well, maybe that's what, they didn't say this, but it's kind of yeah. like, okay, well, that's probably what you needed. All right. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what I thought, but I didn't care. Like, whatever makes you feel better, Teresa. But I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, can't care about those things. Those things you just got to do And it may not really be true. It's just kind of like, make it a little more Support. excitement yeah. or something. I don't know, but yeah. hey, it's fine. I, I mean, one, I think that is like a lot of times we get in our heads with maybe people's reactions. It's, it's like what you did. You just didn't care what anybody else thought and you did what mm-hmm. you needed to do because that's what you needed to do and so you did it but I I did and um I mean my parents were thrilled my sister Mm. my friends that I told I mean I even got on the phone and I was calling yeah I was calling people that's sweet now with Mike your husband was Mm -hmm. he 
like on the same page with you and excited mm-hmm. and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff to know well that's really cool and one thing that phil and kim had told me was you do realize that this is going to change your whole family dynamics yeah and it did yeah it did um to where we rarely ever picked up our bibles we sit and read our bibles all the time now yeah you know, and we are involved in church. And one thing, too, before I was saved is when I would go to church, I would always feel like I was on the outside looking in. Yeah. Like I really wasn't a part of anything, even though I could have been, and maybe I was a little. Right. But I just always felt like I was on the outside looking in. But after I was saved, it was like, hey, I'm I'm here. Yeah. You know. I'm adopted. Like, yeah. yeah. For sure. I think that's great. So, at what point, after you got saved, and then you got baptized, did you start getting, like, more involved in the church, or were you already involved in the church as far as, like, ministry and stuff like that? No, 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 no. Um, Well, we started off discipling with Phil and Kim. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, we just started getting kind of involved pretty much slowly, you know. I think that's great. That's you started growing. Yeah. People put the cart before the horse a lot of times. Like, yeah. I'm not saved, but I'm at church. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, you know, teaching Sunday schools. So it's good that our church also like kind of looks into that and makes sure everybody's um, trained. And also you would get burnt out, I would feel like, if you were putting the cart before the horse. Um, and you've been like such a sweet, sweet teacher to these kids. Like, honestly, like everybody loves you. Oh, my goodness. Um, no, whatever. I love you. <laughs> Um, and I'm thankful for you. So, all right. So you're, we kind of brought it up to, to this point with your, your family. And then you said you started getting more involved with opening the Bible at home and things like that. Did you see a change like with your kids after you got saved or, you know, how did that dynamic kind of go? Well, they, um, were already saved. Mm-hmm. So, um, and let me think, Amber was already married. So yeah, they were already older. Yeah, they were older. Yeah. yeah. So, how do you feel like things are with your relationship with the Lord? Like, are you, with people who are saved but aren't plugged into a local church, or maybe they're saved and they go to church but they don't read your Bible? Like, what would you say would be the best for them to do for their relationship with God and like why it matters? Does it make any sense? Um, you mean somebody who's not going to church who is saved? Mm-hmm. First, they need to be discipled. And to me, that's what started bringing everything alive. Now, discipleship at the time was a little laid out a little bit differently than it is now. Right. And like for me, I started realizing just how much God does love me and how much Satan hates me. Yeah. I always knew that, but it's like. You saw the war. (laughs) Yeah, this is real stuff. This is, you know, I don't know. That might not make sense. It does make sense. Someone who's saved who doesn't go to church, I know several of my friends or family that do not. And I often try to Mm. encourage them to. And, um, well, for one, they're not growing. Mm -hmm. They don't know what the Bible says because they don't or won't read it. Right. They do need to be discipled Mm -hmm. and they need to be in church. Mm -hmm. And I tell them that when I talk to them. Yeah. Yeah, because then they end up being kind of on an island by themselves, isolated and, like you said, not growing and open for attack. um, Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, you can't grow and you can't fulfill God's will Mm -hmm. if you're not 
reading your Bible or going to church. And that's what I tell them. Yeah. What would you say to the people who they, you know, they're saved, they love the Lord, maybe they even read their Bible, but they don't go to church because they experience some kind of church hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like they um, feel traumatized where they feel like they can't go to church because they don't want to deal with the people and all that kind of stuff. I would just say get over it. Right? I mean, (laughs) figure out, I don't know. I guess, but then there's a lot of people like that. Mm -hmm. Just figure it out. Figure out why you're hurt. Was it because of some sin or is it because of something in your thought process, you know, that you feel should have been done or just whatever it might be. Just, I would say you need to go to church because that's God's will. For sure. Bottom line. And yeah, and that's how you're going to learn and grow Mm -hmm. and fulfill his mission yeah when I think that like anybody who's gone to church long enough probably has got hurt at some point by somebody by something you know what I mean because when you're with people that that's just where it's at yeah yeah so I think it definitely is like what you said it's God's will that you go you just need to do it but to work to work through it don't just be like I I just can't go because xyz like you got to work through whatever's going on Mm -hmm. so that you can continue in God's will because his will is for us to be part of the body, which is so cool because, again, like you and me getting to go to church together and, you know, do ministry together and work together and we have, you know, different gifts and maybe some of the same and, like, God puts it all together for us to work together and to have this family, even though I'm not in your family, but I'm in your family, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when I picture my life before church, and maybe you can relate too, right, like when you kind of went, in and out of church as you were older you just have a family and a community more so than anything else would be you know outside of church like church really the way that the lord established that family really is what what you need i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> so i'm thankful for you uh, well is there anything else you wanted to share i would just say if you're being convicted don't wait don't keep waiting mm-hmm. we make it harder than it is that is also true and don't be afraid of the change yeah you know I didn't realize the, what the change would be. Mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily afraid of the change, I guess. Um, but don't be afraid of it. Yeah. You know, it's actually comforting and God's will for us to be close to him. And he wants us to be. Yeah. I mean, he created us to be. Yeah. So. Get it done. Mm-hmm. Do it and get it done. Don't keep waiting. It may be too late. Yeah. You know, you know for, I don't know. 30 years, I guess, or longer, you know, God was patient with me. So, yeah. I um, mean, I thank Him for that every day. Yeah, just Him being so long suffering. Well, I love you and thank you for doing this with me. And I guess I will see you tonight when we go Alrighty. to church to serve together. Alrighty. <laughs> all right, love you. All right, thank you to Teresa for sharing her testimony with us and just all the things that God has taught her. I hope it's encouraged you. And if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to you all next Monday.